the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline in the dollar. It's a late rally on Wall Street. It's too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Money Talks. Good morning. What up, fam? You're listening to Atlanta's longest-running, most respected money show on radio, Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here today with John Dixon, CPA, CFP, CVA, EIEIO, <laughs> as well as KC Smith. That is not KC Smith. That is K period C period Smith. I'm already lost in the initials. Yes, it's too many. Well, you got initials at the front and back of your name, so I mean, you're special. I am. Yeah. I've often been told that I'm special. <laughs> yeah, well, get on the short bus. You're special. KC <laughs> uh, is uh, CFP, and uh, I know there's something else. SEPA. SEPA, that's right. Well, how could I forget that? Yeah, I mean, you and I do SEPA. work together sometimes with that. We do. Uh, SEPA stands for, and I'll let, them, let you be the one, since you're drinking water right now, to tell just exactly what it means. to. I mean, CFP, even John's got one of those. Yeah, that's just run of the mill. Yeah, well, it's, it's very popular, and folks know what it is. Uh, CFP, obviously, is a certified financial planner. You would be described as a certificate, a CFP certificate, as would John. Um, but SEPA uh, is something special, right? That is. Certified Exit Planning Advisor. All right. And what exactly does that mean? So uh, as a, a contrary to popular belief, it does not involve, you know, exiting this life and moving on <laughs> to you know, the, next, the yeah. next stage. It could be morbid, but not quite that bad, yeah, right? This is about exiting your business. So how do you set up uh, and really grow and, and position your business for, uh, for exiting, whether that's through a sale or a transition to a family or, or insider, or however that looks for you and your situation. Yeah, all right. Uh, and, you know, it is strange, though, uh, when you start talking about financial planning of any stripe, uh, even tax planning, uh, there is almost always a little bit of morbid talk that you wind up with, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the, one of the biggest fears is outliving your money. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So if you can right. tell me when you're going to die. It makes the planning a whole lot easier. So, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, have you ever had anybody tell you exactly when they were going to die? And did you call the police shortly after? Not exactly, but I did have a guy one time tell me that uh, if the plan got too bad, he's got a solution for it, and it's a ten cent bullet. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, uh, wow. All right. And we've had clients who said they were never going to die too. Yeah, that has happened yeah. as well. Well, I mean, there are literally clients that will never die theoretically right businesses corporations supposedly have a perpetual life as do uh trusts and and uh other entities might not be flesh and blood kind of entities but there are those that will not die theoretically theoretically yeah. theoretically i mean let's face it uh i think uh edsel thought they weren't going to die either but uh i've got pictures of their factories in the ruins I mean, this happens, right? Right. Um, well, this happened to be an actual client. <laughs> this was yeah. a living, breathing, breathing, breathing human. Breathing, yes, well, so. we have had some that have told us that they want to plan on living to uh, well over 100 years old, right? 
Yeah. I mean, you just have to be or a little more conservative. Indefinitely. Yes, indefinitely. That was the uh, terminology used. I've indefinitely. I'll live indefinitely. Run the projections as as I'm going to live indefinitely. Was it, I mean, did they really think they were going to live forever or just <laughs> wanted to run the projection like that? There's no telling. It, it was uh, it was probably a little of both. It, probably. You know, okay. there's only two things that are certain, death and taxes. And yeah. in this case, taxes are a lot more certain than death. <laughs> well, in, in his case, I guess, right. I mean, you can make a plan based on whatever someone asks. That's um, right. We, and you know, we do it. When, when uh, you know, one of the things that I do for Hensler Financial is, uh, and, and it goes hand in hand with uh, KC and his SEPA that we started this conversation with, um, is uh, business valuation. And when you do a business value, there is something called a horizon value, and it does assume that the business entity lasts forever. And uh, believe it or not, the the math calculation that you have to do for a horizon value uh, actually makes up more often than not over 50% of the overall business value. Now, if you assume that the business is going to last forever, um, you know, that's that's part of the equation. So I would assume then, if you're discounting the business forever, it probably... Or, or someone's assets forever, they probably get relatively small. Yeah. I mean, you, you would have to assume that they spend a whole lot less annually, right? Right. Yeah. All right. All right. So we've beaten that dead horse uh, until I think it's going to squeal again. Let's talk a little bit about S&P 500 returns. Um, so we've got the full print now the last 12 months. The S&P 500 up 19.83%. Uh, I think the official number for 2020, uh, 18.38% was the return on the S&P 500 for the year. Uh, if you look at the details over the last 12 months, and this is from, you know, a weekend to, to January, uh, all the way back to the end of the first week of January in 2020, uh, information technology up 42.48%. As I said, S&P 500 up 19.8%. Consumer discretionary is up 35.42%. Now, am I incorrect in saying that the consumer actually had kind of a bumpy road in 2020, and yet discretionary spending was up sufficient to make consumer discretionary companies rise almost 35 and a half percent does that seem weird to anybody else it's weird but i mean if you think about how people have just shifted their their spending patterns from going to you know allocating money to travel and and do things that they're not able to do during covid and they're just you know spending it and they're sitting on sitting at home on amazon shopping <laughs> well and you also got to think of the additional funds from unemployment some some consumers were making more on unemployment than they were being employed working right right yeah. and they had some excess time on their hands as well right so you know if you got widespread unemployment and extra money maybe it is reasonable that you would have consumer discretionary companies um up higher than normal well and you know they say you can't take it with you when you go so if we're gonna die of covid <laughs> you might as well go ahead and spend it all right here we go right. john just will not let this morbid conversation <laughs> die uh uh, materials, so that's a latecomer, but uh, up 32.7%. That's worthy of mention. Uh, materials make up a relatively small, I say relatively, very small portion of the S&P 500 overall, around 3%. Um, but uh, what you've seen lately is kind of a rebound in manufacturing. So uh, raw goods, which would be in those materials, um, 
would uh, within that sector. You know, the companies that provide those uh, have rallied hard of late. Um, way at the bottom of the list, we've got energy. Energy's uh, lost 27.83% um, over the last 12 months. Real estate down 4.16%. Uh, kind of, kind of a strange situation if you if you stop and consider it. You know, we've we've talked at length about um, various situations that we've noticed during 2020, and uh, none of that's really changed. Growth growth stocks uh, rose significantly. Um, Value stocks finally got moving a little bit and got a positive return on the year, but not very positive. Um, so uh you know energy being down is is still kind of a uh it's covid related without a doubt demand for gasoline while people stayed home and spent their money online uh you know i guess uh, the individual consumer uses up a whole lot more gasoline than the ups and fedex truck bringing them their stuff yeah, well, it's interesting that the you know since the election we've really seen sort of a shift in that that dynamic between growth sure. and value and and you know energy's made quite a comeback since then. Sure. In fact, that's actually the leader year to date, although it's a small sample size. Yeah, a week. A week into the year, but still almost ten percent. Almost ten percent. Yeah. A week. Right. Yeah. So how how low really has energy been outside this last week rebound? Yeah, oh, it's it uh, it was down over 35 percent. Uh, the market was down 34 percent, almost 34 percent from February 19th to March 23rd in 2020. Uh, energy fell a little more than that and then languished there for quite a while. Um, just in the last uh, really since the end of October, we've seen a, quite a uh, kind of a rotation, if you will, as Casey was alluding to, uh, where value has has outstripped. Uh, growth pretty significantly. Um, and if you think about historically, you know the the gap between growth and value is generally not that wide, not nearly as wide as it has been last year, or it really right. has been for a few years now. Right. Yeah. So you would expect, I would call it twelve years now. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. It has been a while, but I mean, at at some point, you would think that that gap is going to narrow, and and you know maybe this is the time that it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, not only is it likely to narrow, but if you look over a longer period of time, value actually beats growth stocks, right. uh, and much of it because value stocks tend to pay dividends, whereas growth don't. And uh, over half, or approximately half, of all the returns from the S&P 500 historically come from dividend payments. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I, I believe that we're ripe for a for a return to that. And what's strange is not just uh, the fact that value stocks in general have underperformed, but those that pay those dividends have actually underperformed grossly in the same period. I mean, really. Well, before we get too far along, Troy, I can't can't, uh, leave this segment without talking a little bit about what happened at the Capitol yesterday. Uh, Casey, that is absolutely disgruntling. It's, It's disgruntled people, but dude that's all i can say right. are you kidding me this is really what we've come to it's it's embarrassing I mean, uh, without to, a doubt to the whole thing i mean I, I can understand on one hand being frustrated you know and a lot of people are frustrated on both sides for various reasons and that that's all well and good perfectly normal to want to protest and you know have your opinion voiced but 
to take it to that next level is not not acceptable at all. Right. And, um, yeah. As I tell my kids, you play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think I think uh, Vice President Pence said it best. Yeah. Those of you who uh, acted out at the Capitol yesterday won nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, you you got no prize for that, none whatsoever, and uh, it's it's uh, sad, disheartening, um, for especially for people waving the American flag and then doing that. Right. Holy cow! What I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, every every newspaper in the world front page has got you know those images and right. You know, you know people in China and yeah. Well, I I did read a headline when I was studying up for my dog of the week this week that said, uh, you know, kind of Dateline Moscow. It truly was out of Russia. They said that uh, they didn't think that the U.S. was uh, was a worthy democracy. <laughs> and, and here I'm thinking, uh, Vladimir Putin's been in office how long? Uh, elected, and I'm using yeah. air quotes that don't translate well on the radio. But uh, right. come on, man. <laughs> well, they, they, they I think use it. Was it. Important that they they got back together. They reconvened. They were able to have their you know arguments and yeah debate debates right about, you know what their qualms were with the whole process and and I, you know that something needs to be addressed as far as you know the the sanctity of the elections and all but i think it was important that they did get back together and in the same day yeah yeah uh, yeah exactly get back to work and, and yeah i mean that hopefully helped uh, salvage at least some something from that whole mess but yeah well uh when they say when you're a when you're a a carpenter you try to rule the world and cure the problems with a hammer right um when you're a financial analyst you use the stock market as a indicator of just the magnitude of the situation the stock market was up 1.3 percent yeah market has been it, bl- I mean, it didn't blink so resilient through a lot of things i mean they, they would make you wonder yeah exactly it's i mean I what in the, the explanation world? there is that some of that probably has to do with the the outcome of the georgia senate runoff and sure. the fact that to some stimulus is likely to happen right uh, and now and the market in the short run will probably benefit from that um, yeah, I, long it's, term, who knows what somebody's going to have to pay for that eventually. Right, and that's that's. I mean, we can talk more about that, you know, later in the show. I know we got some other things to talk about, but uh, I really look at markets' actions in the last few days as as uh, basically a sugar high. It the, the the market acts somewhat like a, a spoiled child in in a lot of ways, where you know it gets its way. Short term, it'll go flying through. But, you know, the, the worries that I have now are inflation. I mean, not only do we have uh, fiscal spending uh, that seems to be, you know, have loaded up the potential for that. Uh, I talked about this in 07 and 08, and uh, it never came to fruition. I can tell you why I believe it didn't is because we actually went back to austerity after, you know, the government had handed out uh, a lot of money in 07 and 08, even giving checks to individuals, as we've done recently. Um, But 
what uh, we had in the in the following months and even years was a return to higher regulation under the Obama administration. Um, we had easy money for a long time, you know, very low interest rates, um, but we also had, uh, you know, a return to uh, uh, higher regulation. Uh, taxation didn't change a lot, but uh, regulation on banks specifically to try to cure the recent uh, financial turmoil that we'd had in 07 and 08 um, actually put a damper on growth. While growth was still, uh, you know, prevalent, it wasn't nearly to the level that we've seen in the recent, heck, not even a year, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. just based on on uh, the the stimulus that's been added to the economy. And I, I really do uh, begin to wonder what comes next for the stock market and even more so the economy, especially in light of the Fed's recent changes to to uh, modify the way that they react to inflationary pressures, uh, you know, if you weren't paying attention in 2020, basically what happened was instead of when uh, inflation breaches the Fed's target of 2%, what it is right now, uh, immediately what they're planning to do is uh, they're using a longer term average for inflation. So, you know, it's 1.6% now. Uh if it rocks have along, to float above two hundred or two percent for a for a while, a yeah, while. potentially, yeah, to Average. get exactly to get you back to a spot where uh, uh, you no might have uh, exactly, yeah. So uh, a little bit of a worry to me going forward. Uh, I don't think it's going to be a huge worry in 2021, but uh, it's coming. All right, stick around. We're going to be right back. Uh, you're listening to One Call. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.